two-parter. Sometimes we get so lady kitty that we can't stop fucking talking. Two-parter. We talked about it last week and now we're talking about it some more. Uh, where can the song go? When the podcast treats you right, you should subscribe so we can make some fucking money to part. Anyway, I'm Emily and she's Kai and she's drunk and I'm high and this is Wine Weed Weird. So they go, so at this point, okay, well, they, 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 they are successful in stealing the Declaration of Independence. And they also kind of accidentally kidnap the the sexy lamp character woman um, because she, you know, tries to stop them, basically. And then there's, like, a whole thing. There's a chase scene. All of the things you expect to see happen in a chase scene happen. Um, like, she's hold, hanging from the doors. They go flying down the road, and that's not realistic at all. Their garbage truck turns in front of them, whatever. Um, they get through all this shit. And then they go to his dad. And remember, his dad is the non-believer. And his dad's like, the treasure hunt is fake. It's meant to keep the British busy uh, to help America, like, mm-hmm. be free or something. <laughs> and, like, I'm not explaining it well, but I will say that at the time, I was like, that kind of makes sense. Like, that's not a bad theory. No, it wasn't. He wasn't wrong. And I can understand, too, like, maybe his dad wasn't very present. And it just, like, took up all these this time. And, and he tried. And it was unsuccessful. Like, that makes sense. They're yeah. just trying to waste everyone's time. Yeah, it totally does. It totally does. Um, and then he literally gives that same speech again, like, within, like, 10 minutes. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, he just, like, saying it. It's like, all right, dude, we get it. Um, so then they have the declaration, but they have to go, like, steal something else. Now there's, like, a second heist, which to me is sort of crazy, right? Um, and then they figure it out. I don't even remember if they actually steal something else or if they just go, like, find information somewhere. But um, they go and they think like we have to be at this certain place at this certain time to reveal the next clue. Cause like, it's just always the next clue, which is what the fucking dad is telling them. And they're like, Oh no, we missed the time because it's three 30 and the time is two 22. Cause I can read it on a dollar bill by using a glass of water to magnify it, which like none of that feels real at all. Like, right. Cause right. even if you could read this tiny fucking analog clock printed on a dollar bill, like, you don't know if it's 222 or 223. Like, it's not that fucking specific. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I guess that was kind of my bridge too far. But, he, like, the, the one guy, like, he, like, the nerdy guy who, like, is not fetishizing history, he is like, oh, no, like, we're not too late. And they're, like, look at him confused. He's like, oh, wow, I know something you don't know. And then he just kind of lords it over them for a minute. And I kind of loved that part. I think that guy's so cute in, like, a kind of pathetic way. But he's, he's got that like cute dirty thing going on I think he's so every time he's in a movie I'm like he's so cute and just like a little pathetic but he's just adorable <laughs> so I don't understand how Nicolas Cage gets the girl when she could have gone with this little dude instead. and also Nicolas Cage it. is fucking insufferable he's such a dick to her like, he's he's so like, annoying. Like, like he tells her to shut up like so many times right when he's just adorable he's just there being adorable yeah and he's funny yeah he's so funny Ugh. yeah so that to me is also annoying 
Um, they also mentioned offhand that Benjamin Franklin is the one who initially proposed daylight savings time. And like, that makes perfect sense to me. Like, of course that fucker did. Right. Um, and then there's this whole bit that I wasn't quite clear on. I like missed the first part of it, but basically the bad guys run into this little boy who's black and I don't, it's not clear to me if he like told them something or mentioned something offhand or like he had something they wanted. So they run and like chase him down and the guy like tries to bribe him with a 20 for information and the kid like holds out for like a hundred dollars and it's like haha look how like street savvy this little black boy is and it's like oh that's terrible that's oh. not chill oh i didn't even think of that no well, it what felt it felt bad the weird first part is he was going in to like figure out some letters or shit for the cute nerdy guy and he came out and he needed more letters so he sent him back in and then I think, like, the bad guys passed him coming out as they were going in. And then they must have seen him coming back in. So they were like, he's suspicious. He's doing something. And that's Wait, that. so, oh, my God, that's even worse then. That, like, the other guys were, like, paying him to steal shit? He wasn't stealing. He was writing down letters. Oh, okay. He was just writing them down. And yeah. Okay, that's not as bad. But that still just feels like... It, the whole thing feels a little shady and weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And also, like, why, what is that? How'd they find him? Oh, and now we, we come now um, to my bridge too far in this film. Because the next thing, at least the next thing I wrote down, you tell me if I'm skipping ahead of something you think is important, is that the next clue is, is um, has something to do with the Liberty Bell. And so they the bad guys are standing in line to see the Liberty Bell, like, in Philadelphia. And, like, the Liberty Bell building is, like, this very modern, ugly, dumpy tourist building. Like, it's very clearly not, like, historical in any way. And so I was just, like, this, like, really, like, you think that they're that dumb, but they're, like, oh, it could, you know, let's, we'll just go to where the bell is now, and that'll be relevant to back then. Because, like, the clue is something about, like, what you can see from the bell or, like, the vantage point of the bell. So it's not, like, on the bell itself. It's, like, from mm-hmm. where the bell is. So it's, like, you wouldn't go to where the bell is now. You go to where the bell is then. And I feel like the villain is not that stupid. And then later, Nicolas Cage, like, like literally, it's, like, later on in the movie. And uh, the cute nerdy guy is, like, oh, my God. Like, how did he find us? And Nicolas Cage is, like, he has un- nearly unlimited resources and he's smart. And it's, like, <laughs> is he? Is he, though? <laughs> I, he does seem stupid because he, like, needs him to figure out all the clues. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, couldn't he just figure it out? How can he even get involved if he doesn't care about the history? I mean, he just wants the money. I guess, but how does he know about it? I guess, like, I don't know if it's, like, Nicolas Cage is, like, recruiting or hiring people. Uh, and then they all turned. Yeah. And here's the thing. If they never would have turned, they could have all just stuck together and all walked away with money. Mm-hmm. But instead, he well, yeah, he they had some money at the end. And then, like, what Which was we'll get to, man. We will get to that part of take it. Take that whole fucking trove of treasure? Yeah. Where, where are you going to put it? Yeah, you it's so weird. It someone's gonna know. Well, yeah, you can't. That's not the kind of thing you could launder very easily because, like, no. that kind of art and stuff you need to tell the progeny of it in order for it to be, like, assu- like taken seriously and not assumed to be a fake. Yeah. It's just, like, it doesn't make... It's no. <laughs> just no. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So now it's, like, it's, like, the bad guys are getting closer to catching up with them, and they're, like, well, we need... And they found these magic 
three color glasses that read the magic writing on the back of the thing, right? So they're like, well, we need to separate these two things. So we're going to split up. And like, you have the glasses and you have the map, you know? So they split up and then they're trying to like meet back, you know, wherever. And then the girl and the nerdy guy are together and they see that they're being chased by the bad guys. And you just hear like as it's cutting and like, I almost, I don't think I even would have heard it except that it showed up on the closed caption. So then I noticed it, but the nerdy guy just goes time to run. And like, not in a funny way and not in like a serious way, but just in this very like nonchalant voice that doesn't make any sense. And it's like the worst delivery of a movie line I've ever heard in my life. I don't remember this part. It's really subtle. And I never would have noticed it at all more for the closed captions. Mm. Maybe I'll go back and watch just that part. So just that one part. Yeah. Um, And like, this is also where I noted that, because like she's they have the declaration of independence and so she's like running to get away from him holding it and then like she trips and falls or something and it flies out of her hands and it falls in front of an oncoming car and like you see her respond to this like her horror and her attempt to like go and get it and like almost getting hit by the car herself and her attempt to rescue it and that also is a moment of like come on i don't like that's i would never i would not fucking almost die like even for a historical artifact that I felt much more personally invested in or attached to like I would not put my life on the line for it absolutely not no that whole setup was sketchy as hell yeah it's so weird and and silly so weird so silly yeah Um, exactly yeah um yeah like I'm not buying that I feel like the next thing is where the feds are kind of become a part of the story because like they catch them and so then Nicolas Cage's character they're like well you have to work with us or you know I mean you're going to go to prison anyway but like you should help us get it back first kind of thing yeah which well silly they're like well someone has to think but do they that's which again like what a fucking bizarre American assumption right and like like, no no one has to go to prison actually what if the fuck? Someone does have to go to prison and he helps you like figure out the treasure and find the other guys who are actually being bad, then couldn't they just Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. No. But also so, yeah, the world will not explode if there's one less prisoner. No, the world would be way better if there were way less prisoners, in fact. Um So now he's working for them as, like, an informant, and they're trying to set up, like, a sting operation kind of thing. And so he, like, you know, the guy calls, and they set up this rendezvous where he's going to give Ian, like, the thing he needs, and Ian's going to, like, give, like, surrender things to him. It's, like, a plan. And the FBI is, like, you know, he's got, like, a wire on and whatever, whatever. And then, like, they do this sneaky thing involving a helicopter and, like, jumping into the water and, like, scuba diving across the river to, like, escape the FBI, so to speak. Um... Which is, you know, it's kind of neat, it's kind of clever, whatever, whatever. Um, but at one point, like, during that confusion, the FBI says to Nicolas Cage through the thing, like, you know, you know, are you still with us? And he responds, I'm sure not against you, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? He's just neutral. It's such a weird yeah, line. Not against, I don't know. It's all weird yeah he's weird he's just weird he's a weird guy but he like officially gets away 
Um, but then the bad guy catches them. Like they try to like double cross the bad guy, but then they get double crossed because like the bad guy is more bad or whatever. And so the, the bad guy has like kidnapped the dad and like has him like as a hostage. <laughs> and so they're like proceeding together to the next clue. And Nicholas Cage says to his dad, like, you know, how are you? And he goes, what do you think? I'm a hostage. <laughs> Which just feels like really accurate. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I like the dad. I think the dad is practical. Yeah, he is practical and he's funny. Um, but somehow they do manage to find this like secret like chamber thing, right? Like they follow the clues and then they're like, oh, this is a chandelier. And they like light it on fire and like lower it down. And I'm just like, why are you fucking with how the chandelier, you, man? How did you know? Like all that shit was made of wood. Yeah. You're going to set it on fire. Yeah. Why did you think it would be cool to set this particular wood on fire? Explain that one. I don't know. And why is it all made of wood? Yeah. <laughs> they have like a brick or something. That doesn't seem because it's all lined with brick. So it's like, why right. would you not like complete the job, so to speak? And then someone's like, oh, my God, how did they build all this? And Nicolas Cage is like the same way that they built the pyramids and whatever. And the nerdy guy's like, yeah, aliens. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Which and is like, good. Yeah, because, they like, never. What are you saying? Like, they built it because they had slaves? Like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> that's that's a good point. That is how they fucking built that is uh, so, slave labor. Yeah. Like, no fucking doubt. Yeah. We just glossed right over that one. Ugh. That's an excellent point. So, and then it's like everything rattles for a minute because the subway is going over them. And it's like, really, they were digging the subway and they didn't stumble on this, really? Like, that feels like... Because, like, the the subway runs really close to Trinity Church. Yeah, there's a lot of things that feel like... um, Like, someone could have just found this a long time ago. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but apparently no one ever has. And then like one of the bad guys, like the spiral staircase they're going down breaks and one of the bad guys falls in and he just appears to fall forever. And it's like, what the fuck? He does fall forever. We never found him. We no. don't know where he went. Like how far does this go? Like what is going on? Like what is this like hold to the fucking center of the earth? You know? We don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so then... I'm trying to remember if this comes before or after. There's this part where the dad, like, says sneakily to Nicholas, like, the, this will only be stable as long as, until the status quo changes. Like, so we need to um, be ready for that. And it's like, what, what are you, like, I get it and you're right, but, like, how, how do you know that? And, like, why do you know that, you know? Yeah. Like, why would you put it in this very specific way? Yeah. I don't know. Also, the the whole now this is me being me with my poor vocabulary but the use of status quo just felt weird to describe their situation yeah and i guess it just is what it is but i don't know i felt like there was a better use of words that was not happening well because i feel like in a broader sense one cannot call the scenario like in this context it's like there is a status quo but in a broader context like None of this is the status quo. This is all whack. Right. It's all whack. And all I can think about is the High School Musical song about yeah. sticking status quo. Oh, see, the I don't know that musical? song, so. Maybe it's not. I, I don't remember what it's from. It's from a musical. 
What is that from? I think it's from High School Musical. I don't know, though. I can't know. I never saw that. Well, I saw it a little bit. It was probably, like, not in your time, for sure. No, I think it was a little bit after my time. But I mostly know from, like, teaching children. Mm -hmm. So then, like, you know, the shit's all collapsing around them. Uh, the girl starts to fall. Nicholas Cage saves her, but then the Nicholas, the the Declaration of Independence is about to fall, and she says in this whispery, desperate voice, "The Declaration of Independence," and he drops her so that he can rescue the Declaration oh, of Independence. Right. This is the part I wanted to talk about, but I forgot to take a note about it. Yeah, he does it in a way that he can have a relative confidence that she won't die, but like she still could. And yeah. she definitely could have broken a limb. Like, it wasn't chill. Right. And then she said, it's okay. I would have done the same thing. And I don't know. It was silly. Like, I had to save the deck. I don't no, know. No, it's so silly to me. I don't know. Like, the idea that you would care more about that shit than, like, a human. That's human. Is yeah. So, to me, it's somehow so representative of, like, everything that's wrong with this fucking country. Yes. Okay, also... We glazed over the fact that when they met her and he was like, oh, a Pennsylvania Dutch accent. And she was like, no, I'm from wherever the fuck she's from. She's, where is she from? Germany? Germany, something like that. And he's like, oh, you're not American? And she's like, I am American. I just wasn't born here. Which is a fine, but it, it, I don't know her whole background and when she moved here and all of that. I just assume if she has an accent that she probably moved here later in her life and then became so obsessed with America just feels extra. Yeah, right? Like, like because she would, in theory, have more, like, context for, like, how fucking shitty her country is. Exactly. Like, they're coming from somewhere like, like Germany. Like, they have healthcare. Right. And are, you, are people... I think it's a very Americanized view of us thinking somebody is somewhere in the world just wanting so bad to be American. Yeah. Well, okay. There obviously there are. And some people, people are, right? Because where they are is so bad. And frequently those places are so bad because America fucked them up. And like, yeah. that sounds like a, a crazy thing to say or like an exaggeration. And like, it's not a shocking amount of time. Right. This is true. Like this virtually true. every time. <laughs> Or it's like, oh, no, this other country fucked that one up. Like, Yeah, and it's often ours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vomit. It's super bad. Ah. Um, yeah, so that's, that is so indicative to me of so much. And then, like, the, he, like, grabs a rope and the dad, like, swings him to safety. And, like, the dad is just standing on a platform, like, holding the rope. It's not clear if the rope is tied to something or even if he's, like, standing on it. And it's like, that's not real at all. Like, on no planet could a person just hold, stand on a platform, hold a rope, and, like, stay stabilized as someone swings on, like, jumps and catches the rope and swings somewhere else. Oh, there's so much. I think those are things I just have to, like, move past. Because if I try to look into... Oh, my God. That shit bothers me so much. It just drives me fucking crazy. Because I, I know too much about the physics of things. Yeah. I understand. Well, and it just, it never makes sense. It's always like, nah. No, it's like, that's absolutely not real. Like, what? I just kind of did not even pay attention. Yeah. So then they 
like they finally get down to like some other weird like place um and it's all covered in cobwebs the way that things are in movies right that like thick like blanket of cobwebs and I'm just curious how realistic that is. Like, is that just like a stereotype or just like a movie shorthand? Or like, if I went somewhere that had literally been undisturbed by people for like a hundred years, is that what it would look like? That's a great question. I do feel like I have been places that have been untouched for a minute and there are cobwebs. I don't know if there's like so many cobwebs, but I think there it is quite possible, but that there will be several. Yeah, like that feels believable and real. Um, but the yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know like either. The attic, you know, it's like usually cobwebs up there. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because it's such a particular texture that I've never encountered. But I've never been someplace that's been undisturbed for that long. Yeah. I've never been somewhere that's been undisturbed for, yeah, hundreds of years. But I can imagine, because there's lots of... Sp- but are there spiders down there? I mean, spiders there's a routine. Like, it's not like, like it's, like, airtight, like, sealed off, right? Yeah, but it does... It feels like they would have to do a lot of work to get there for little reward by Because are there yeah, that many Like, bugs? how much food would be there for spiders? Like, how many flies would get down there? There's nothing... Right, it doesn't feel... So, like, why would the spider be there? The best choice. Yeah, so that's weird. You're totally right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess they do just yeah, have to... Yeah, I'm not convinced that it would really be like that. Yeah. I guess it makes it feel, like, spooky. Yeah, so like, it just gives it that spooky vibe. I feel like this is something that there should be a TikTok about. You know how there's all these, like, random TikToks and cool, interesting things that, like, you didn't even know you were curious about? Yeah. Well, look it up. Maybe it is. If I find it, I will let you know in our next episode. So we're talking about this. How would be delivered? You, know about it. It. you could tell us. Yeah. I mean, voice memo. Memo. Talk to us, you know. Memo. 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 The bad guy is real fucking bad. He's going to leave them all for dead. They send him off on a wild goose chase, right? They, like, give him, like, a fake clue that's not real. Um, the dad is now convinced of, like, oh, there really is treasure somewhere, and I'm going to help you hunt for it now. I've caught the treasure fever kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which is not – I mean, I guess it's sort of inspirational, but it's also, like, why? So then they finally figure it out, right? They push the broken pieces of the pipe into magic corresponding holes. The wall opens. Whoopie ding. And now we see all the treasure. And the woman, like, leans over these scrolls and goes, scrolls from the Library of Alexandra. And it's like, how do you know that's where they're from? They're not fucking labeled. So much. Yes, it's like little artifacts of all these historical places. So, again, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but it just feels stupid. Like, this is not all going to be there. And why is it there? They all just collect. How did it get there? Yeah, they like stole all this, and then they managed to all like built this crazy massive thing and took all of those things down there. 
And it's like so much. Like, it's, it's literally like crazy. There's, it feels like one room, and then they like find more light, and there's just more. They, there's just so much on fire. Light. There's like fire troughs that apparently are full of fuel. So like right, that's, that's real. <laughs> yeah, like so. What is it? Is it just like fucking like kerosene? Because like it would have just evaporated into the air, and that whole place would have gone up like a fucking powder keg as soon as they right. walked in with the fucking torch. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> no, it really, the whole treasure finding, because again, I completely forgot what kind of treasure they were even looking for, but it it got me. I was like, no, this, this is fake. Yeah, like, this is not, this there is was not a part it. that I thought was funny where, um, like, she says her thing about the scroll about Alexander, which again is absurd and hilarious, and then Riley's looking at this, like, Egyptian looking statue and he goes it's a strange bluish green man with a strange looking goatee I'm guessing that's significant and honestly that is both funnier and more accurate than what she said about the school based on the knowledge he had just looking at the thing you know that's a good point again he's the number one yeah he's obviously the best character by far and then my very last note is just like Wow, look at all this shit the Knights Templar fucking stole. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, and that's like, that's supposed to be this happy, inspirational ending. There's like a little cutesy follow-up where it's implied that like, they got like this massive reward and they're all fucking rich because of this. And it's like, oh, ha ha, that's so nice. You know, like they were rewarded for finding a bunch of shit that someone else stole. Like, yeah, people are starving and don't have health care. God bless America. I know we're doing so well here. Like it makes me feel crazy. It really does. It is. It's batshit. Yeah. Like how? I I don't know. When I think about it, it's all fucked up. And then someone just put value on this. They made yeah. it up. Yeah. It's so. so it's so wild. And like, who's who's value? Like, where'd it go? Who's yeah. buying it? <laughs> Yeah, and why don't we give it back to the people we fucking stole from? Because yeah. that's the other thing. So he comes out and talks to the FBI man after they found it, and he's like, this stuff belongs to the world. We need to share it amongst all the museums, like the Smithsonian and the Louvre. And it's like, why don't you fucking give it back to the countries it was yes. fucking stolen from? What are you saying? The Louvre? The Sm- like, I, like, I feel so insane that this stuff was said in a movie and completely unquestioned and considered like noble and good i do think at the time maybe no one like thought about it no i don't think they did but like and it's sort of like in the in the context of personally going to a museum and seeing artifacts i can totally understand that not occurring to you because there is this sense of like well this is being like treated with respect like it's special yeah and like I want to be able to see it. And, like, I'm learning about this other culture. Like, this seems, like, good, you know? Yeah. And, like, you sort of need, like, that perspective pointed out to you. Like, well, yeah, that's great, you know, that you can see it. But, like, it was just stolen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was just taken from other people. Like, it's not, like, finders keepers, you know? Yeah. Um, And then you're like, wow, this whole system's fucked up. Whoops. Um, But, yeah, like. In the context of we literally just found a hidden treasure trove that kind of belongs to no one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, there's also a part that was like 
they hid it here because it was too much for one person to own. Yeah. And yeah. so they wanted, I don't know, so they they hid it? Or they wanted it to, I don't know, the whole Well, thing yeah, like, what is that like, doesn't make any what? sense, because it's like, oh, we literally have this, like, incredible treasure trove of, like, like, I mean, you know, again, how in the fuck does she know that's what they are? It doesn't make any fucking sense. But, like, the, the fucking scrolls from the Library of Alexandra, which famously burnt down and was the single greatest collection of human knowledge until it burnt down. And, like, we, to this day, don't know what was in there. And it's, like, a massive loss for humanity. Like, why would you hide that? Right. <laughs> so many questions. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the things that we talk about on this podcast are weird and we love them they're weird and they're good and this movie's not that no it's weird there's some there's some parts i guess it's entertaining you know it's it's a heist movie yeah but i like don't ever need to watch it again i've now seen it times and that's enough for me no i never have to see it again and the ironic thing is when i went to rent it it was like $3.79 to rent or $4.99 to buy and I was like damn for that price I might as well just buy it because like I'll probably want to see it again like one other time in my life and now I'm like no I won't (laughs) yeah (laughs) no I won't (sighs) but oh well (laughs) (sighs) sorry on that note uh, do you have anything else to say (laughs) probably but i've run out i've run out i've run out of steam i've run out of notes um so we've already told you you gotta leave us a fucking voice memo you gotta follow us on ig at wine weird slide into those dms let us know what you want us to cover you gotta go to wherever you listen and leave us five stars rating and review uh rating is and reviews on apple podcasts are especially helpful the algorithm loves that shit And just a reminder, you can rate five stars literally every time you open the app, and it counts it every time. You can only leave one review. You can update your review for comedic purposes. We're never mad about that. But um, you can, that doesn't help as much as, like, if you just keep, like, leave one review and then just keep rating as five stars. Steal your friends' phones. uh, Subscribe uh, wherever they listen. uh, Download all the apps and subscribe on all the apps. And then rate and review everywhere they listen. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you listen on Spotify, that helps, right? Because that's where uh, our our platform uh, checks the most. And we have to have enough listeners on there to be allowed to make ad revenue. We've been put in ad revenue jail. Um, so you should also, if you just send us a, could, just send us a quarter. Bail. Come on, man. We need bail by your uh, listening. We just continue to stay the course and make this pod because we love it and it's a fucking hoot. And, like, I literally just had someone come up to me and be like, um, do you know Joe? She comes to Vital and she lives part-time in um, Saudi Arabia. That's it. She And she was saying, like, when she's not here, when she's there, and she, like, misses, uh, like, America and like, feels lonely, she listens to her podcast. What? And is like, oh, let me hang out with the girls tonight. <laughs> Joe? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's the sweetest thing. I know, I it's so Joe. cute. It makes me so happy. And, like, she spontaneously said this to me. And literally when we made up the podcast, and if you go read that description of our podcast, that's literally what I say is that it is like a night hanging out with your besties without having to wheel pants. 
And it just makes my heart sing that there is someone who's literally having the exact experience I imagined this podcast to be. Uh, all we need is one. That's right. That's really all we need. But more is also good. You should tell people and share the pod and send us money. You should just give us money. Yeah, I, I, was, I was wrong. We need more than one. We need like a hundred. <laughs> we need a lot. Uh, we accept money. We accept Kevin's. We accept um, aquarium memberships. Uh, just, mm-hmm. you know, let us know. Listen, we have like wild field trip plans that we would love to do. But like we are going to need to at least be able to partially fund them with a, with the pot, I feel like, to justify it. Oh, yeah. Like we could get we could get real weird, real, real wild. Yeah. If you help us. <laughs> Like, we could, I mean, maybe even late season three, we could do some very cool fucking shit if we had some fucking cash money. So that's all I'm saying is, like, yeah, help us make it happen. You. Help us help you, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think that's everything we could possibly say that matters. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, till next time, I've been Emily. I've been Guy. I've been a little drunk. I've been a little high. And this... Was wide, weird, weird. Do 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 do. I forgot. It's not good. It's <laughs> it's gold. Too hot for my own goo. goo. This podcast is Kevin approved. Kevin, 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 Kevin. When I see their smiling faces, smiling back at me. Dead. I know there's no greater feeling than the love of a family. Where can you go when the world won't treat you right? The aquarium is the one place that you'll find. Seven Kevin's. And that's a little Easter egg. You don't know what that means. (laughs) But remember, they're supposed to, uh, they're supposed to tell us who they think Kevin is in a voice. Yeah. Is that a clue? Just as I predicted, no one did. Maybe that's that's a clue. You have another chance. You might. It could, you might guess. Who could know? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Okay. Until next time. Until next time. We don't have to do the outro a second time. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, my God. (laughs)